I'm Mallory King, certified trainer and sports nutritionist and creator of the Fit Life Academy brand. After losing 100 pounds, I became obsessed with helping women finally reach their goals through evidence-backed nutrition and brain-based tools. My life's mission is helping you discover that creating food freedom and falling in love with fitness are the greatest acts of self-care. I'm so glad you're tuning in today, and I know you're ready to say yes to your new life of joy, pleasure, and peace. So let's begin. Hello, beautiful fit friends. Oh man, I am feeling so snug and cozy today in my office. I wish I could show you guys how it's coming together. Um, I guess I could just post a picture on my Instagram story. So I'm going to do that after this episode because I've got curtains up now. My husband Thomas finally hung my curtains and, and he put sound panels on the wall to help with the podcast episode. I've got a candle burning like this office has really come together. I'm so excited about it. So I am in my cozy snug place to record today. I do have two sick children at home, the one-year-old and the seven-year-old both have a stomach bug, so that's been super fun to deal with this week, but the one-year-old just went down for a nap. The seven-year-old is watching a movie in my room. I think we're safe. Let's say a prayer that we can get through this podcast episode today because this is going to be a good one. This is going to be one that's helpful for a lot of people. We're talking about macronutrients today, and I've discussed tracking macros and macronutrients in a couple of episodes. I really dug into how I used tracking macros to reach my goal of losing 100 pounds, I believe in episode three and four. And in today's episode, I really want to just give like a beginner rundown. Like this is like a beginner boot camp to what macros are and how tracking macros works. So what are macros? Well, macros is short for macronutrients, if you're hearing it in the context of nutrition, because macro simply means large. So when we say macronutrients, they are nutrients that your body needs in a large amount. So when you are tracking your macronutrients, you're going to be tracking three things. You're going to be tracking your dietary fats, carbohydrates, and protein. Those are three macronutrients, nutrients that your body needs in a large amount. There are other macronutrients as well, but for the sake of tracking with the intention of a performance or physique related goal, so if you're trying to lose fat, if you're trying to build muscle, or if you're trying to optimize your performance in the gym to be able to hit PRs with your running or your lifting, those are the three macronutrients that you are going to be tracking. Now, there are also micronutrients. So micronutrients are nutrients that your body needs, but in smaller amounts. And these nutrients are going to include vitamins and minerals. So if you look at a nutrition label on a food package, you're going to see all of these things on there. You're going to see, first of all, the total calories for the serving that's labeled on the package. And then you're going to see a breakdown of the nutrients that are in the food. So for example, you're going to see the total fat intake, carbohydrates, protein, and then you're also going to see some of the vitamins and minerals that are in the product. Now, when you look at this label, you're also going to notice that there's different categories of fat, dietary fat. So you'll see the total fat amount on the label, but then you'll also see fat is broken down into what types of dietary fat are in the product. So if the product has trans fat in it, you're going to see how many grams of total fat 
came from the trans fat. So keep that in mind when you're seeing these different subsections, like if you're seeing different um, types of dietary fats in the product, the total fat is all you need to focus on for tracking purposes. Um, all the other subcategories are just a breakdown of what fats are in that product. So same thing when you go down and you look at carbohydrates, you might notice that there is fiber under there. Fiber is a carbohydrate, is a type of carbohydrate. So quite technically, if you're tracking your carbohydrate intake, you're also tracking your fiber intake, but it is not necessary to track your fiber intake when you're tracking macronutrients because you're just paying attention to the fat, carbs, and protein. And again, you're also going to see those micronutrients on there. So say you're eating something like cereal. Most cereals are fortified with vitamins and minerals. So if the cereal has 6% iron for your for your daily value. Um, that's something else to keep in mind when you're looking at a nutrition label is based off the daily value of somebody that needs 2000 calories to maintain their weight or their whatever body type they are at. So obviously that's going to be different for us as an individual when we're looking at that label does not necessarily mean that it is 6% of your body's daily value of iron uh, intake, but it's just the estimate. So you're going to see the vitamins and minerals that are in the product as well. Now with macronutrients, every one of those macronutrients has calories in it. For every gram of carbohydrates and every gram of protein that you're consuming, you are consuming four calories. For every gram of fat that you're consuming, you're consuming nine calories. Again, protein and carbs have four calories per gram and dietary fat has nine calories per gram. So if you take the total intake of your fat on the food label and you multiply it by nine, that's how many calories that you're getting from fat from this food. Same thing with carbs and protein. You're going to multiply the total grams by four to get the calories. The sum of those three macronutrients equates to the calories on the food label. There are some caveats with this. Gotta put a little disclaimer here. Food labels are not always perfectly accurate. Um, there's a federal regulation, and I honestly, at the, on the, off the top of my head, cannot recall what the rule is, but I believe that they have to be within 5% accuracy on the food label. So you will notice that with some food labels, if you do this math, this formula from the label, it might be a little bit off. That's totally normal. Totally fine. But overall, the calories that are in this product, they're coming from the carbs, the fat, and the protein. The other disclaimer here is that alcohol is also considered, it's considered a micro, or excuse me, a macronutrient. It's not a nutrient that your body needs by any means, but the reason why it's considered its own macronutrient is because it does have calories in it, but it does not have carbohydrates, fat, and protein. So if you're looking at a label on alcohol, which um, if you notice, a lot of alcohol products don't have a full label. Like they don't have the, the usual nutrition values that you would see on a food label. There's two reasons to this. One, obviously it doesn't have nutrition in it, but two, alcohol is actually not regulated by the FDA. The FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, is who regulates our food here in the US. Alcohol is actually regulated, I believe the agency is called the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms Agency. So with alcohol, they don't have the same regulations that food does. So if you do notice on some 
beer bottles, like the really popular brands that market like a light beer and they market it as having low carbs. It's actually an inaccurate way to describe the alcohol and the nutrition value in the alcohol. So when you are consuming alcohol, and you are trying to track either your macronutrients or your calorie intake, you do need to account for the calories that are coming from the alcohol, but you also do need to understand that the carbohydrates on the label are not accurate. So the way that you can calculate the proper amount of carbohydrates for alcohol is you take the total calories and you divide it by four, right? Because alcohol is not going to have dietary fat or protein in it, it's going to have like trace amounts of protein, but it's not going to have anything of nutritional value, like relevant to tracking that intake. But you do need to account for the calories. If you're trying to bulk, if you're trying to lose fat, whatever it is, you still need to keep account of those calories. So what you would do is say you're drinking a beer that's 100 calories. You're going to divide that by four. So 100 divided by four is 25 which means that you are accounting for 25 grams of fat, or excuse me, grams of carbohydrates in this bottle of beer. It still needs to be accounted for, but unfortunately, because the alcohol is not regulated by the FDA, it's not putting an accurate um, nutrition value, so carbohydrates on the label. And now that you understand what macronutrients and micronutrients are, as well as that your calorie intake is coming from those three macronutrients, plus alcohol if you do drink, <laughs> um, now you can utilize that information to be able to tailor your macronutrients or calorie intake for your particular goals. So let's talk about that. Most people I work with, they come to me, they're trying to lose weight. I'll, I'll touch a little bit on like bulking or trying to add mass, but I'm gonna focus here mainly on if your objective is to lose fat, because that's what I work with for most people. And that's what I did, right? Like with losing 100 pounds, my goal was to lose weight. And I started to educate myself on calories and on basic nutrition, but mainly like I needed to understand how do I lose weight? Because there's so much misinformation out there, right? Like we talk about that all the time. It's so confusing and overwhelming to know like, what do I actually have to do to achieve this goal? Because there's a whole lot of conflicting information out there. And ultimately, the one and only thing, the absolute only thing that you need to lose weight is to be eating in a prolonged calorie deficit. All that means, all a calorie deficit is, is that you are burning more calories than you consume. So say you burn on average 2,500 calories a day and you consume 2,000 calories a day. You are at a 500 calorie deficit per day. It takes roughly 3,500 calories to burn one pound of hopefully fat. And we'll talk about that in a second. But it takes 3,500 calories to burn one pound of fat. If you are eating at a 500 calorie deficit every day, so you're burning 2,500 calories a day and you're consuming 2,000 calories a day, that puts you in a 500 calorie deficit every day. Well, 500 times seven is 3,500, right? So if you were eating at a 500 calorie deficit every day, you would lose one pound every week. And like I just said, well, one pound of fat, right? This is where macronutrients come into play. If you are not paying attention to your macronutrients and you are not consuming adequate protein and you are eating in that calorie deficit, the weight that you lose will be both fat and muscle tissue. 
To be able to preserve your muscle mass while you're eating in a calorie deficit, you have to consume adequate protein and you have to be consistently strength training and overloading your muscles. Those are the two key components to be able to preserve or build muscle tissue. You have to be eating enough protein and you have to be resistance or strength training. I'm gonna do a deep dive episode soon where I cover protein as an entire topic and we really dive into how much protein do you need because there's, again, so many misconceptions about protein intake, is too much protein dangerous? all of that fun stuff. And quite honestly, most people that are trying to like track their intake, track their macros are consuming more protein or trying to consume more protein than they need. So I'm going to do a whole episode on that, but I will share this little tidbit with you. The general population should be consuming roughly 0.73 grams per pound. So however much you weigh, multiply that by 0.73, and that is most likely around the protein intake that you should be at, but there definitely are quite a few like outliers in that general like formula. So I wanna dig into that in a full episode, but I just want you to know, Protein is very important to keep track of if you have performance or physique related goals. Now, the nice thing is, is that, and something that a lot of people don't realize is that you don't have to keep track of the carbohydrates and the dietary fat to be able to lose body fat. So again, All you need to lose the weight is that calorie deficit. If you are keeping track of your total calories, by default, you are keeping track of your carbohydrate, fat, and protein grams, right? Because your calories are coming from carbs, fat, and protein. So if you're using an app or a food tracker like MyFitnessPal, and you're logging the food that you're eating and you're adding up the calories, you're also going to see a breakdown of the macronutrients and micronutrients that you're consuming from all those foods. But if your goal is to just lose weight and hopefully you want to you know, mainly focus on losing fat tissue and preserving your muscle tissue, All you need to do is focus on the calorie goal and the protein goal. Because once you calculate that calorie deficit for yourself, okay, I need to be consuming 2,000 calories a day if I wanna lose that pound a week, right? I burn 2,500 calories a day. That's what I'm gonna be eating. So all you need to do is be tracking that every day in an app like MyFitnessPal. Some people like to write it down like a food journal, like actually pen and paper, and they just add up everything they eat and they just look at the label or they have to look it up online if it's something that's not uh, packaged. I prefer the app because it makes it a lot easier. They have that database, so anything I'm eating, I can just open up my fitness pal. I can look up whatever I'm eating. They even have some really cool features, like you they have a barcode scanner, so you can scan the barcode on the product and it'll pull up the nutrition values. But at any rate, as long as you're tracking the calories, You don't need to worry about your dietary fat or carbohydrate intake when it comes to fat loss goals. It's just that protein intake and that calorie intake. But if you have different goals, that's when the carbohydrate and fat intake come into play. So all macronutrients play a very important role for your overall health, right? Not just physique related. Tracking macros is a wonderful tool for performance and physique related goals. But if your goal is to just like feel great, you want to have good energy, you want to feel strong, you want to feel healthy, you want to feel satisfied with your diet, like you're not super hungry, you're not getting these um, low blood sugar crashes, you feel good, right? 
That should be important to everybody, regardless of their goals, hopefully. If that is your primary focus, then yes, a balance of your dietary fibers, carbohydrates, and fat is certainly important to feeling your overall best. Dietary fats play an important role in your brain health, and they also play a very important role, especially for women with their hormones. Um, Carbohydrates are important because they're your body's primary energy source. Fiber, like we talked about, is a carbohydrate, and fiber is very important for your digestive health. They allow you to have healthy bowel movements. High fiber diet allows you to feel more full and satisfied and energized throughout the day. It helps keep that blood sugar level. And then protein is really important for preserving your muscle tissue and your bone tissue. So all of these macronutrients, like micronutrients as well, of course we already know vitamins and minerals are very important for our overall health, macronutrients are as well. But what we teach in Fit Life Academy and my motto is if you're following a balanced diet where you're getting a good portion of um, whole nutrient-dense foods, in your diet and then you're sprinkling in those like treat foods more you know sweets or snacks or whatever and you might hear this called the 80 20 rule like i feel like mine's like 75 percent 25 percent 75 percent of my diets mainly whole nutrient dense food and then 25 percent more like play food i call it i don't like the word junk food because it's got a negative connotation to it it's not junk i mean it comforts your soul right it nourishes your soul so There's nothing wrong with those foods, and I don't like calling it junk food, but my more playful foods. Um, My diet is set up probably 75-25%. If you're following something like that, then you are getting a solid amount of nutrients in your diet, especially if you have a good variety of different foods that you eat. You're going to be getting a good amount of nutrients, so I personally do not pay attention to the amount of milligrams that I'm consuming of, you know, vitamin A and vitamin C. I'm not paying attention to my fiber intake every day. And I'm not paying attention to where my dietary fats and my carbohydrates land every day because I'm eating a well-balanced diet. So I know that I'm getting a good amount of nutrition in. So let's go back to if you have a different goal aside from fat loss or weight loss. If your goal is to build mass, if your goal is is to bulk, so you want to put on muscle, then you do want to focus a little bit more on the carbohydrate goal. So I said a minute ago that carbohydrates, it's your body's preferred energy source. So carbohydrates definitely play an important role when you have a performance-related goal. Because if you want to be able to hit that PR in your run, or you want to be able to hit your that PR in your deadlifts, or you want to be able to have the energy to perform in your workouts, to be able to put on that muscle mass, then the carbohydrate goal is going to be important for you because it is going to help you with that energy and thus having better performance in your workouts. So to be able to figure out the right amount for your carbohydrates, to be able to get a breakdown of what all of your macronutrients should be at, there are a lot of free calculators that you can just Google online. So if you just look up a free macro calculator online, you can utilize that. It's gonna ask you to put in your stats, which is going to give you a good rough estimate of what First, it's gonna give you your maintenance intake. So it takes into account your age, your height, your weight, your and your activity level. And it's gonna tell you how many calories you burn 
which again, it's a rough estimate because someone else that has the exact same stats as you, they're the same height, age, weight, they do the exact same workouts as you, isn't going to have the exact same metabolism. It will likely be close. And so that formula, it's giving you a rough estimate. And then from that place, you'll be able to know, okay, so I need to cut out 300, 500 calories if I wanna lose weight, or this is what I'm gonna eat to be able to maintain or add calories if you wanna put on mass, right? And we do have a calculator included in the FitLife Academy portal. Um, it's a formula that I trust and I prefer because if you're using an online calculator, you're going to get different formulas. So you're going to get different results, which can feel really frustrating when you're somebody that doesn't have a lot of knowledge, isn't sure like what numbers are right, what should I go with? I always tell people like it's gonna take trial and error in the beginning for everybody when they start out tracking because all of these formulas are rough estimate, right? It's just an estimate based on your stats. So everybody's gonna have to go through a little bit of trial and error, but the benefit to utilizing the calculator in FitLife Academy is one, it's a formula that we trust that's backed by evidence, but two, you're going to get the coaching support. So our coaching in FitLife Academy includes answering any of your questions. So if you want us to take a look at the numbers calculated for you, if you wanna understand your protein intake better, why it is what it is, if you want ideas for how to hit that protein goal, we're gonna give you recipes, we're gonna give you meal ideas. So having that support is super helpful. But if you have particular goals um, related to performance or wanting to gain mass, then the carbohydrates is definitely important for energy purposes. And also when you're in that fat loss phase and you're trying to lose weight, so you're eating in a calorie deficit, you're gonna be experiencing a little bit of hunger and you're going to experience a little bit uh, lower energy. That's just because you're in that deficit, right? You're not giving your body enough calories to maintain where it's at. That's why it starts burning body fat. So you are going to notice a little bit of an energy deficit and the carbohydrates will definitely help with how you feel, especially carbohydrates that come from fiber. Because again, we talked about how fiber is so important for your digestive health and it, it takes longer for your body to break down complex carbohydrates, which was what, what fiber is found in. So it's gonna help you feel fuller for longer and it's also gonna help stabilize your energy for longer. So it certainly can have benefits when you're cutting, when you're cutting fat, but it's not necessary to track those carbohydrates and dietary fats to be able to see the fat loss results. Same with bulking or maintaining, it's not necessary to track those macronutrients. If you're paying attention to your calories, you're gonna be able to see the physique-related goals, you're gonna be able to maintain your weight or gain weight or lose weight, whatever your objective is, but paying attention to your macronutrients certainly can have benefits based on how you want to feel, your energy levels, your fullness. And again, dietary fats being a huge benefit for your brain. It's great for your brain health. I like to start my day with some nut butter or some eggs or avocado because it's great to wake up your brain. The last thing I'm going to leave you with in this episode is that I want to remind you Tracking macros is not for everyone. There are benefits to tracking macros and there are definitely negative aspects to tracking macros. And some of you I know can relate to that. I want to remind you that this is not the only way to reach your goals. 
always, always, always keep in mind that the calorie deficit aspect is absolutely necessary to weight loss. If that's your goal, you have to be in a calorie deficit, but you don't have to track your intake to put yourself in that calorie deficit. There are other ways to do it. That's why we seek success with other diets like ketosis or Whole30 or Weight Watchers is ultimately eliminating you know, the sugar. I feel like Whole30 eliminates everything. What is it? Gluten, sugar, oh, alcohol. I forget the other ones, so many things, but <laughs> Whole30, people are able to see weight loss results with that program because by eliminating so many different food groups or nutrients, they are typically uh, restricting or limiting their calorie intake. They're eating less calories, so they're putting themselves in that calorie deficit. So tracking is not the only way to lose weight and you don't have to lose weight, right? You do not have to track your macronutrients. Like I understand from a perspective of somebody being a beginner to nutrition and feeling so overwhelmed with all the nutrition information out there that it just shuts you off. Like you're like, this is too much. I feel like paralyzed. I'm in a limbo of like, what do I do here? Don't ever feel like you have to do something that doesn't resonate with you. If you try tracking and you decide that it's not something for you, some people find it very obsessive. It's definitely tedious at times to have to you know, log everything in the app, to have to look at all the nutrition labels. For some people, if they're using their food scale, it definitely takes a lot of like effort and some time and it's not for everybody. So that's totally okay if it's not something that resonates with you. There are other options out there. In FitLife Academy, we actually have three different nutrition courses that we teach. We have a beginner nutrition course, we have our master uh, macro tracking course, and then we have our mindful eating program. So there are certainly options out there for you to be successful with your goals, but the objective of this podcast and Every podcast episode is to give you the information so you are empowered, so you can make an informed decision about what is the best strategy for you. All right. So I hope this episode was helpful. I love you guys so much and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I can't wait to see you next time.